Hey, my name is Haley Jostin, and I would say out of everyone in my four-person family, I probably spend the most amount of time on my phone. And after both doing this experiment and checking the screen time um, app that like counts how many hours you spend in a day um, on your phone, I would say that it's roughly like three and a half to four hours, which is kind of concerning when you think about it, because um, that means I'm just like, I obviously don't sit down for like two hours in a row and just go on my phone, like scrolling through social media. No, I don't do that. But like, I'll do like 10 minute increments. I'll just sit down and like go on Instagram or while I'm eating my food, while I'm eating lunch or dinner or anything like that. But yeah, I don't really I don't really just sit around and go on my phone for too often. Um however, I do watch Netflix and TV like all the time. Um and normally that that lasts about like 2 to 3 hours as I noticed they're doing this um experiment and logging the times and hours I spend on the TV. And I mostly like watch the same show over and over again. I like to binge a lot. So I don't normally go from like one show to another um, unless a show sucks and I get really bored of it. But um, currently I'm watching Vampire Diaries. It's very interesting and I really find dramas intriguing, um, especially ones that like have a lot of action and go on for like this show Vampire Diaries has like a lot of seasons. I think maybe over 10 seasons. But, um, and I'm on season three now, and it just keeps getting more and more interesting, and that's my favorite thing about a show, because there are shows out there that are, like, a lot of seasons, and it's an unnecessary amount of seasons, and they should have ended it, like, a long time ago. Like, Modern Family, for example, I think that show went on for way too long. It was so funny at first, such a good show, and then after a while, like, I mean, still the characters were amazing, they're all so funny, but after a while, it just got kind of tedious you know and that's the worst part about tv shows but yeah the empire diaries i feel like and like the office is kind of the same way i think that show never gets old because you just fall in love with the characters that's my favorite part about tv and that's honestly why i want to work in tv someday because um i feel like tv like in in general is more centered around the characters and movies i'd say are more centered around the plot and I don't know, I guess I'm just really interested in the whole idea of character development and, like, just falling in love with the characters through the seasons as the seasons go by. Um, and, yeah, I, I feel like working in TV, it'd be cool to, like, get to know the cast um, through all the seasons and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I digress. So, yeah, I definitely learned a lot from this experiment about myself and my exposure to tv and social media and all of that and i think it definitely opened my eyes and i now need to like kind of tone it back a little bit not watch as much because i have especially during quarantine during quarantine um um before i started working at least now that i work i am like out of the house a lot and i'm not really sitting down on my phone or watching tv as much especially because now school too i have but um yeah, before, like, during the summer, during quarantine, when I wasn't really able to hang out with friends or, like, go out and do stuff, because, number one, nothing's open, and number two, it's not safe, of course. So, yeah, it's, um, I definitely was on my phone a lot, probably 
maybe six to seven hours a day which is really scary but like i would just sit there for long periods of time on my phone because i had nothing better to do obviously like i was just sitting around but um yeah now i'm there are days when i don't have work don't have classes and i just sit around but most days i'd say i'm pretty um efficient and i just keep like moving around doing stuff i try to work out too once in a while but it's kind of hard to motivate myself especially when i have screens in front of me and i can just sit down and um that's the thing that's nice about watching tv and like going on your phone too you don't really have to do much thinking because the directors and the producers do all the thinking for you and they like put the um the story on the screen and basically you just have to absorb the story while like reading a book and reading newspapers it's like actual like working out your brain you know what i mean it's like actually um forcing you to think unlike in tv it's just basically giving you all the answers (laughs) so yeah i just um i'd say most mostly on a daily basis i spend more time on my phone than i do um watching tv but i did notice during my media exposure that um that was not the case i spent a lot of time watching tv those days and i honestly couldn't tell you why but um i do i did have work one of those days and school the other days so that could be part of the reason and then i tend to when i'm binge watching i tend to watch later um at night because that's when i because i'm a night owl and i can stay up till god knows when um and not get tired so yeah the nighttime binging for me is the way to go um especially since i don't have to deal with like my family talking downstairs people yelling and like i can just focus on the tv itself but yeah um in terms of like what kind of stuff i like to do on my phone and on the tv i don't watch a lot of movies i've never really been super into movies mainly just tv which is again another reason why i want to go into it but um yeah movies i it depends because i do watch some um some of the ones that show up on netflix are good like comedies and stuff like that i really enjoy comedies sometimes i even like to watch a few sci-fis here and there but um yeah i don't really watch a lot of movies unless i'm with friends of course Um, but in terms of, like, social media, I use a lot of Instagram. Like, I'm always scrolling through Instagram. I'm always posting, um, looking at my friends' posts. And then Snapchat, of course, is, like, my main way of communicating with people. I rarely ever text anyone anymore. And, obviously, I rarely ever call anyone. Like, who does that? (laughs) And, like, email, too. The only people I really email are my, my employers. Um, and I actually have two jobs right now, so... I actually am on email quite often emailing them but um and of course professors too um and yeah I don't really call people a lot either I will FaceTime my friends once in a while but not too often because I don't know I just either I'd rather see people in person and talk to them in person than just like see them through a, a screen you know and yeah that's the thing that sucked about quarantine though like i haven't been able to be in person too much with my friends it's mostly been facetiming and like calling them and being six feet apart of course with masks which is not the same but like at least i still get to be near my friends and see them so that's kind of nice but 
yeah, um, let's see, what else? I, first, the TV shows I watch, um, it kind of varies here and there, but I like to, like, switch it up once in a while, once I get done with the show, which ends up being very fast, because, like I said, I'm a binger, I can sit down and watch TV for, like, a long period of time and not get bored, um, because I have a pretty long attention span, I'd say, I could just sit there and do one thing for a really long time, like I'm doing right now, talking for a really long time, and then I'll still stay stay focused, um, but yeah, TV is definitely how I spend a lot of my time, and that was extremely evident through my, um, exposure project, and the list thing, but yeah, I'd say I spend an exorbitant amount of time on my phone as well, um, and I guess it's just because that's how, I was brought up this day and age. Um, like my um, parents always talk about how they're like, what would you have done if you grew up without a phone and stuff like that? What would you have done if you grew up without all this stuff? And my brother with his video games, he's very into video games. And I honestly think that is part of the reason he has ADHD because he spends so much time just staring at that screen and... Um, yeah, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my parents have... They definitely grew up um, differently and, like, around different... Um, they didn't have as much um, things available in terms of technology. Like, they didn't really have... Oh, my gosh. They didn't really have, um, obviously, um, smartphones back then. They really just had, like, the landlines and you know, the cords, and so, yeah, they always tell me stories about it, and it just seems so crazy to, like, have, that they've, they grew up without any of this stuff, like, without access to, like, social media, movies, especially, like, um, without, like, streaming services, I can't imagine what I would do without, like, Netflix or anything else like that, like, no, like, the only way you'd be able to watch movies or TV is they if they just come on, like, a channel. They're just there. Like, you can't pick and choose, which is so nice about Netflix and, like, Hulu and all that. I don't have Hulu. I have um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus um, because I just don't like Hulu because of the advertisements that constantly pop up. But And Disney Plus I don't use all that often, but I do use it once in a while when a good... Disney, a new Disney movie comes out, and I also used it to watch Hamilton, of course, I'm a big musical fan, especially Hamilton, like, of all musicals, that's one of my favorites, but, um, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is my favorite actor, he plays Hamilton, of course, but yeah, again, I digress, <laughs> um, yeah, I also watch Amazon Prime once in a while, but the problem with that is you have to pay for all of the stuff you, or most of the stuff you watch, some of it's included, but only the good stuff is or only the bad stuff, sorry, is what's included. Okay, so that's basically all I have to say for now, but I'm going to interview my parents. I came up with a few questions to ask them, kind of about their exposure to media on a daily basis and the mediums they prefer over others, their experiences with technology as a whole, and yeah, kind of some of the stuff I touched on earlier. I'm just going to compare and contrast and have them say their points of view. All right, so now I'm going to ask my mom, Terry Jostin, a few questions. 
Right. How many hours in a day would you say you normally spend watching TV? Um, two or like probably two. And at then, the most. And then name a TV show you have recently binge watched, and what was it about the show that made it so hard for you to stop watching? Shit's Creek. Um, because um, I just fell in love with the characters. And I liked the whole idea of the story, um, and the it made me laugh. And I liked that all the characters, um, nobody was weird about the, you know, the boy who's the guy who's a pansexual, and every, it was kind of normal. And even though it was a small town, um, nobody really even judged him for it, and um, it just seemed very idyllic so it made me want to um keep watching and seeing what happened to the characters all right and second question if you had access to smartphones and streaming services like netflix as a kid do you think you would have been able to control yourself around them or would it have been a distraction total distraction i would have um probably had a hard time like my son <laughs> getting my homework done and um uh I would have probably been kind of obsessed with you know all the different shows to choose from and the different social media things to do and I was very social so I probably would have been very distracted all right and how many days do you think you could go in today's society without using any type of technology well that would have to depend um if I was on a trip, I could go many, many days. Like when we were in Greece, I didn't use my phone very often at all and no no computers or anything. So that would, you know, be easier for me if we were, or if I was somewhere far away and enjoying um, another culture or something. But here uh, at home, it would be hard. Um, just because I have my teenagers and I really like to know where they are and what they're doing and keep in contact with them. And uh, my husband works uh, long hours, so sometimes it's good to make sure I can contact the kids and, um, you know, make sure they're um, okay. And then also um, I use it for recipes and so all those kind of things so but um the question being uh that i would probably go a couple days i guess and then i would get a little stir crazy because then you wouldn't have maps directions right the internet what else you wouldn't have music lots of things um and then the last or not the last question, the second to last question is, do you prefer listening to audiobooks and podcasts, or would you rather read books and articles, and why? I like listening um, to audiobooks and podcasts because I can do stuff while I'm listening. So, like, I can fold clothes, or I can do dishes, or, you know, get ready for bed um, while I'm listening because I have a hard time just sitting and reading and then my mind kind of goes off into another direction then I have to reread it and um, meanwhile I'm not getting anything else done (laughs) (laughs) that's valid 
Um, and then what form of technology do you use the most on a daily basis? Do you use like your phone, My laptop, phone for sure. I don't really use the laptop at all that I got from work. And um, I use my computer at work um, just for email and also to, to do YouTube with my kids and sometimes Pinterest. But um, for the most part, I do I use my phone. For Even with all the Zoom meetings and stuff, you think you've been using your phone? Oh, uh, well, with the Zooms, maybe not. But now that I'm not Zooming with my students anymore... I definitely am using my phone more. All right. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome. And now I'm going to ask my dad, Brian Justin, a few other questions. So how many hours in a day would you say you normally spend on your phone and technology as a whole? And what do you normally spend doing? Spend it doing? (laughs) Hours in a day that I spend on my phone, probably, uh, I'd say, maybe one hour, maybe two hours, I guess. And... I don't use my phone a lot, but I do use it at work quite a bit. And I'll text other administrators or other uh, teachers, and sometimes I'll call them on the phone, I guess. And uh, that's what I use it most of the time for, just for communication. I never was able to do that for a while because I always, I never had a a signal up there. But uh, we finally got a cell tower up there at... uh, my school, so now my reception is much better, so I use it quite a bit more frequently now, but um, over the weekends I'll use it um, more or less looking at sports news and that kind of stuff, And but uh, for the most part I spend quite a bit of, uh, I don't spend quite a bit of time on my, on my phone, and I don't do a lot of social media, I don't uh, check email on my phone very often but I will check the weather from time to time so I'll do that but um, um, and just uh, more, mostly it's just for communication I suppose not for social media or um, but uh, I guess that's about it mostly just like educational purposes yeah for work for purposes work. Yeah. yeah and of course to connect with family Sports. members from time to time yeah, yeah. But, okay and then second question um, I asked mom the same question, so let's see what you have to say about it. If you had access to smartphones and or streaming services like Netflix as a kid, do you think that you would have been able to control yourself around it or would it have been a big distraction for you? Oh, I don't know. I have a very addictive personality and um, I used to watch television and I was a, had a tough time pulling myself, still do sometimes, I have a tough time pulling my, myself away from television programs. So I think if that if I had a had streaming services and cell phones, it had been a distraction for me, no doubt. And I think I'd have been very much more attracted to it as a young person. And uh, um, more of the socialization part of it, too, because I was always very social. And I think that I had uh, you know, socialized with quite a few more people that way. And I used to talk on the phone quite a bit more. And that was, of course, how we talked to people back in the, the 70s and the 80s for the most the part. Lines. The landlines, yes. And finally went to cordless phones. But, um, yeah, so I uh, I suppose that I'd have been much more involved in, than I am now as an older person. All right. And then moving on to the third question. This is very relevant to today. So has quarantine and, like, staying inside and Zooming um, affected the amount of time you spent looking at screens? Like, did it change from before quarantine happened? 
Yeah, I'd say definitely, especially at work. I mean, that's how I communicate with a lot of people at work is through Zoom. And uh, I'm on Zoom probably, I'd say, a couple few hours a day, sometimes longer. Um, but uh, that's basically how we communicate. We have conferences. We have staff meetings. We have, you know, a lot of last staff meeting. We had 160 people on a Zoom call. So we, we uh, rely on it quite a bit is to get information out there, to respond to one another and react to people and, um, I guess, uh, keep people informed. And then the, the next question is, what do you think are some of the benefits and drawbacks of social media as a whole? Well, social media, a lot of times, I think, uh, as far as the drawbacks go, is it's um, not the best way to communicate. And there's a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of um, people who misinterpret things on social media because you, the context isn't there as it would be with a personal conversation even on a phone where you can hear mm -hmm. voice fluctuations or um, you know and uh, you can communicate a little more clearly with people and but it's, of course much better and more effective communicating kneecap to kneecap and eyeball to eyeball and looking at somebody in the eye and you know and then you can get a lot of the nonverbal cues and you can see you know their facial expressions and watch how they react to things that you say and uh, Nonverbal communication is, a, is huge, and you don't get any of that through social media, of course. So I think that the misinterpretation and what I see at, at my school with young, young kids and is that uh, it causes a lot of you know, people fill in the blanks and think that somebody means this or is saying that, and then things start to kind of escalate and get out of control. And before you know it, people are upset at one another, and there's a lot of finger-pointing, and uh, it just kind of tends to snowball sometimes and all because of miscommunication so I guess that's kind of the the negative part of it and um, people tend to rely on a little bit too much and you know if you got you always see the commercials of people sitting across from a table from one another or a family you know gathering together and everyone's on their phones mm -hmm. instead of looking at each other and talking and so I think there's a lot of miscommunication and a lot of things that are left unsaid and a lot of people think that they can know what someone else is thinking, I guess, and instead of asking them because they don't look for other people for information. They look at their phones for information. So instead of asking someone, hey, you know, what do you feel about this? People feel that they know or they can have other references and don't get quite as much, I guess, personalized information about something. So that's that's the definitely the negative part of it. And of course, there are positive things about it too, but we just have to learn to, you know, uh, manage and discipline ourselves on you know using social media and the phones and but uh i think it's an augment to uh communication i don't think it replaces communication and a lot of people think that it does and that's the sole way that they communicate with one another instead of using it as an augment form of communication so i think if you use it i mean obviously the speed is incredible and the, the coverage like i said you know talking about the zoom conferences we had i can't imagine school uh, in a pandemic situation without having uh, Zoom conference calls or, you know, you do get to see people's faces and um, so you can communicate through that way and, you know, get to look at them and, you know, watching my mother is when we talk on the phone or the on a Zoom call is you get a lot more understanding of how she's doing and what she's got going on and how she reacts to things you say. So I think that uh, that's been very good, but uh, 
just from small screen and from phones and you know texting and uh, things like that the immediacy is terrific and but uh and uh the speed at which and you can talk to people and um it's very effective in that way so i you know i don't think there's it's necessarily all good or all bad but it just has to be i think uh weighed and and used not as a primary form of communication but as a supplement or augment to different forms of communication if we did that i think we everyone would be a lot more clear there'd be less under, misunderstandings and um i think would uh uh it would certainly help people communicate in society a lot better yeah i agree i think it's been a lot more useful recently and especially because of the pandemic and all that and i also like not only does it affect um like how we communicate with each other and it's not as efficient in a way of communicating but also like personally it makes you not as social it makes you not like have those same communicative abilities to talk to people and a lot of people like take advantage of that and kind of hide in their shells of their phones and like don't like go out and meet people talk to people instead they meet people through their phones through social media Okay, so the last question is going to be, do you ever read newspapers anymore, or do you get most of your news from the internet and news stations? I do like newspapers. I'm kind of old-fashioned that way, and so we, I used to get the daily newspaper, but I just don't have time to read it every day, so uh, I've kind of pared down on it, and even when I wasn't getting a newspaper, I used to love, love visiting uh, my in-laws because they always had the paper, and nothing like a Sunday when you wake up in the morning you have a cup of coffee and sit back and read the paper and because you can take taking the news at your pace you know and you can read things and kind of go over things mull things and you know be selective about what you read and I think that's very important with any kind of news news feed that you get um, you can't just rely on one source you got to get all kinds of different sources and, mm-hmm. and uh, be bias. There can be a lot of bias, sure, and you got to bounce different sources off one another. And the newspaper, though, you kind of do it at your pace. It's kind of a slow down kind of thing, and you can just kind of digest it at your own pace. You don't have to, you know, have go online and have it thrust in front of you or anything like that, or be distracted by, you know, there are there are of course advertisements and different distractions in newspapers, but for some reason it doesn't seem to you know, be as eye-catching as some of the distractions you get while you're online and some of the, you know, things that pop up, um, you know, when you're when you're looking at CNN or something like that online. But, uh, and I get distracted online sometimes by some of those flashy little advertisements mm-hmm. and I get, you know, kind of get off the beaten path and forget what I was looking up. And But newspapers, you know, you can be a little bit more focused. So uh, right now I like the, I like the Sunday morning news and just getting up, it's you know, there's a lot of information in there, and you can kind of, it's nice to, and kind of calming to page through it. And I guess it reminds me too of you know when I when I was growing up, and newspapers were were the kings. You know, even even during television, when I was a little boy. You know, newspapers were still very 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 important as far as communicating and get, getting news out to people. And television started taking over a little bit, and. I guess I kind of like that a little bit more as I <clears throat> began to grow because it was right there in front of you and didn't have to digest it and didn't have to work as hard for it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was nice. But uh, and I kind of reverted back to newspapers again. And um, But that's certainly not the only place I get news from. But uh, 
Um, it is, uh, again, a, a, a good source and it's a comforting source for me and it kind of helps me slow down a little bit and so I, I appreciate it. It's nice. All right, well, thank you, Dad. All right, and I like to look in your eyes when I sit here and talk too. <laughs> you know, I didn't do that too much this time, but... <laughs>